The Mind Aware, 670. Hey, hey, hello, hello. How are you? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs, the show where you discover how to make money by being happy and how to get paid to be you. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I am your host. My name is Dana Wild and you can learn more about me at DanaWild.com. DanaWild.com. Today's show, we're going to talk about money, fear, money, fear. I think you're going to like it. Let's jump in. I'll tell you, we got a question that came in from a listener and the gist of it, like the short version was kind of a lengthy question, but the short version was that she was worried because she is spending all of her savings and she's afraid that she won't have anything left and was kind of panicked, you know, not in a position right now where money is really coming in and more is going out than's coming in and worried that it's going to keep on that way and the nesting that she has is going to be gone. And so I really wanted to address this and talk about this because I think this feeling of fear or panic or worry that sometimes grips us, it happens to everybody. I can't imagine there's anybody on the planet who hasn't had some experience with it at some point or another. I suppose maybe like some king or something, right? (laughs) Okay, I take it back. I can never say everybody, can I? Dang it. All right, so many of us have felt this way before. And the reality is that it's a different level of panic or a different level of financial security depending on your experience and your history. I remember somebody saying one time that if Bill Gates ever found out he was a millionaire, he would be freaked out and he would panic because he'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm not a billionaire anymore. I'm only a millionaire. And he would start having those heart palpitations of being broke. This is very relative, this fear or this way we think about things. And so I want to start out with my first point with something that I learned. I'm almost positive I heard this from Byron Katie. I'm going to give her credit even though I'm not 100% sure it was her because I pretty much think it was her and I do love me some Byron Katie. So I remember listening to a live event she was doing and in the live event, somebody was having an experience like this where they were worried that they weren't going to be able to pay their rent was what the question was or the, the situation. And she kept asking this person over and over again, well, can you not pay your rent right now? And the person kept saying yes. And she kept saying, no, I mean, like right now, you're sitting in this chair. We're having a conversation right now. Is that a problem? And it took me a while at the time to catch on to it, too, because I was much younger and I couldn't really get what she was getting at. But finally, it came about that what she was getting at was actually the reality in that very moment, the two of them sitting there face to face having a conversation There was nobody standing next to that person saying, give me money right there in that moment. That was something that was all going on in questioner's head. And that's what Byron Katie was trying to drive home. 
was that so many of these things that we're worried about or we think about or we fret about, and even just saying those words, worry and fret, as I sit here recording this, I get a little pit in my stomach because when you have those feelings or those projections or you're thinking about those outcomes or those situations, they feel real and your body reacts to that thought that you're having or that feeling you're having. It's very real. Even though you're quote unquote imagining the outcome in your head, your body doesn't know that. Your body thinks this is happening now and you can feel it. So the first point that I'm borrowing from Byron Katie is that the reality you're experiencing right now, right now in this very second, doesn't really relate to that outcome you're worrying about. So the idea here for me, what I took from this at the time, is focus in the present. And, and this is really a lesson in appreciation. Appreciating the moment right now. Right now in this moment, I'm sitting in this room and I can focus on anything pretty in this room or anything wonderful in my life. I can think about so many things. I can think about nature. I can think about books that I've read. I can think about a comedy that I'm planning to watch. I can think about my list of things to do. I can think about my pets. I can use and occupy my mind with anything I want to in this moment to create an enjoyable moment. That thing that may or may not happen doesn't need to occupy this moment. That fretting or that worrying isn't going to get me anywhere. Because here's the reality, the real truth Take this exact sentence she's saying, I'm worried all of my savings is going to go away. I'm worried that I'm going to run out of money. I'm worried that it's going to go away. I'm going to have nothing. Well, any of us, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's the truth. We have no idea, good or bad. Tomorrow, the whole planet could be hit by a meteor and that'll be the end of it. Or tomorrow, somebody could walk up to you and say, hey, you have a long lost aunt that died and here's a billion dollars. Like we have really no idea what's going to happen in the future. Try to stay focused in the present. Try to stay focused in appreciation. Why? Because it will soothe you. It will soothe you and it will start to get you in the right emotional vibration, the right emotional set point, energetic set point so that you're thinking with a better brain. And if you can't be in appreciation, then try to be hopeful. Because sometimes appreciation is just too far down the old path. So try to think more hopeful. I hope I start to feel better. I hope things are working out. I hope I can shift my emotions. I hope I can get a little bit of traction. I hope I can get some momentum by saying the word hope. I like the word hope. It feels good to say the word hope. So that's the reality. That's point one. Point number two, if we look at history, if we look at the history we've experienced and we really start to be honest with ourselves about the things we've worried about that never have happened or the way we've lived our lives, generally speaking, 
most of us, if not all of us, can say we have landed on our feet. We have worried about things that never happened, or we have landed on our feet with bad situations. And we can look and say, generally speaking, I've met my duties that I've needed to make. I've lived my life the way I've wanted to live. I've done an okay job. I've done fine, as history has shown me. My history has shown me that I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. I'm on the path. Things have been working out. Now, even if you say, yeah, but that's not true. Actually, why I'm so worried, because obviously I don't know any specifics about this listener, but let's say this listener said to me, well, the reason I'm so worried is because I used to be homeless and I lived in a car with my kids. And so I'm really panicked that this is going to happen again. I mean, I don't know the history of this person, but even if that's the case, even if that's the case, if any of us who have gone through bad situations, when we come out the other end and we look back on them, we see that we survived, we did fine, we made the best of it, we often looked on the brighter side or saw the positive outcomes. This is human nature. This is what we do. We are really adaptable as humans. And even when the worst outcomes happen, many of us, most of us find a way to laugh and we find a way to look at it and say, you know what? I'm a better human. I survived that. I did that. Who did I become to have to, to be that person who survived that? Okay, so that's worst case scenario. But let's look at best case scenario and reality and more than likely the truth for nearly everybody listening to this podcast right now. The truth is most of what we worry about never happens. That's the truth. Most. In fact, wasn't there some study? Somebody write into me and remind me what the study was that said 90% of what we worry about never happens. So we're sitting here in our present moment, ruining our present moment, worrying about something that's never going to happen. And our history has shown us that this stuff never happens. And our history has shown us that we do all right. We manage. We maintain a certain level for ourselves. You know, our brains have a thing called homeostasis. And we're pretty good at staying the same. This is what our brains do. They liked, It likes us to stay the same. It likes us to keep going with our lives as it's been. And so if you've kind of been maintaining and done just fine in the past, guess what? You're going to do fine and maintain in the future. That's the challenge for all of us is not to maintain. The challenge for all of us is how do we level up? And so if you're looking at something and saying, I'm panicked or I'm worried or something's going to happen, one, it's not going to happen because 90% of what we worry about doesn't happen. And two, You've managed, you've managed just fine up until now. History should show you you're okay. You're going to be okay. Okay. So third point I want to make in all of this is, and it shouldn't surprise you that this is what it is, is that this is the work for all of us. Nobody gets a pass. If you have a worry or you have something you're upset about or you have something that feels really real or you're on a trend that's giving you panic, none of us get a free pass. Whatever you're feeling worried about or scared about or angry about or afraid about or, or, or any negative emotion, it's our inside job. We each have this responsibility to talk 
ourselves off the ledge. That's the work. That's the work. We are human beings with human emotions. We're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. And when you're having a bad day, this is the work. And I like to say the work, but the truth is I'd rather call it the play because this is the fun of it. How can I think the words that help me to feel better? How can I think the words that help me to feel better so that I'm using a better brain? How can I think the words that help me to feel more hopeful? How can I think the words, what sentences can I say? What games can I play? How can I distract myself? What words can I use to shift the energy in my body? What words can I use to shift my emotions? Because when you do that, when you do the things, the modalities or the words to get yourself where you're legitimately feeling better, when you actually feel better, then you start to get access to good ideas. Then you start to get access to better thoughts. Then things come on your radar that you wouldn't have noticed before. And so this is the play. The play is this is your inside job to find the words that work. So give it a go. Start with hope. I hope I start to feel better. I hope things move along. I hope this gets easier. If you can't start with hope, then start with anger. Get really mad because if you get really mad, you will shake yourself into a whole new vibrational zone. Oh my God, how did I get myself into this? I just can't believe I got myself into this. I'm so mad. Then shift to frustration. Okay, I'm not really mad. I'm just frustrated. I'm not super mad. I'm just frustrated. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm not, I'm not frustrated. I'm actually ready to shift to hope. I want to feel more hopeful. I want to feel better about this. And you can learn about the emotional scale because this is a really good technique to shift your emotions at DanaWild.com slash emotional scale. DanaWild.com slash emotional scale. Go check it out. But if you start feeling hope and you start saying hopeful sentences and you start going, I do feel hopeful. Dana's right. I have been in this situation before and things do work out. And I do have a history of landing on my feet. And I do have a history of worrying about stuff that never happens. And I've seen that before and it's okay. And I'm kind of glad to get busted on it. And I'm going to lighten up about this. And there are a lot of things I could be thinking about right now that would make me feel better. And I like the idea of feeling better. And I like the idea of using my brain to focus on a thought that feels good. And I like focusing on one good feeling thought and then another. And it's nice to see that all I have to do is think of one sentence and then think of another. And when I'm focused that way, I can't think of other things and I can distract myself. And there are so many things right here, right now in my awareness that I could look at that would make me smile. And it's nice to smile. And I have things that I can always count on to make me feel better. And I'm going to make a list of those things. And then I'm going to do those things. And I'm going to make a list of all the times in history when I've survived things or I've done well or I've had successes and I know that I'll have more in the future and I like knowing that this is the play and this is the work I get to do and it's fun to be a brain trainer and it's fun to think these happy thoughts and life is really good and this is the adventure and I'm happy that I'm here and I like moving forward in this way. It's fun. It's fun to be a brain trainer. It's fun to know that I am in control of my emotional resonance and I am in control of the way I feel and when I'm when I think better thoughts I get better feelings when I get better feelings I get a better brain man it's just it's so good I just love it and I know you've got this
Do you find it overwhelming to try market your business everywhere? Wouldn't it be nice if you could find one marketing method that brought you leads and clients and simplified your business? If so, you'll want to discover your marketing superpower. Take the marketing superpower quiz at yourmarketingsuperpower.com to find out the marketing method that's best suited for you. And the best part is, it's free. When you discover your marketing superpower for free at yourmarketingsuperpower.com, you can focus your marketing and work fewer hours. Plus, you'll be using your natural gifts, which makes marketing easier. You'll be using the marketing method that's perfect for your personality. Go to yourmarketingsuperpower.com right now and take the quiz. It's free, and in just a few minutes, you'll know how to market your business the easy way and get more leads today.